everybody, Jeff Ortiz here, the Love Big, Love Wide Guide. Love big for your purpose, love wide to accept and connect with those around you. And I am excited today because we have Daniel Verdugo, who is a registered associate marriage and family therapist with Renovari Counseling. Uh, what a great young man uh, he is. And we talk about uh, the adversity that we're facing uh, with the COVID-19, the corona, uh, coronavirus, and the difficulties that they bring. And, you know, we talk, talk about uh, how he got into the field of marriage and family therapy. And we talk about some of the, the strategies that he uses to keep himself healthy uh, mentally and physically and emotionally and spiritually. And then we also talk about how uh, he, he is able to work with clients and, and give them strategies to do the same. And it, <laughs> I'm excited because this young man is, he's an amazing person. And, you know, I'm going to give you a little heads up. We did this over the phone. It's the first time. So he comes off clear and has did a really good job. But for some reason, my phone is acting up. So I apologize in advance for uh, the difficulty of, of listening to my voice. But uh, if you would, please just listen to Daniel and the uh, message that he has to give and how uh, he you can um, thrive during this time. Uh, the an amazing young man. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I, I wish at twenty five I I could have done what he's doing. You know, it took me a little while, but my my path had to go the way it had to go because I fought God in every step of it. So it, it's awesome. He he uh, went right out of high school into. Well, I'll let you. I'll let him tell his story. But great young man. Um, happy to have him on. The Love Big Love Wide podcast, Daniel Verdugo. Enjoy. What up? Daniel Verdugo, how What's are you, good? brother? I'm good, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> Daniel Verdugo with Renovari Counseling. Associate yes, and Family Therapist. Yep. Thank you for being here. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> so, you, you get hired at Renovari uh, January, February-ish, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we have a move, right? And so, we go from Brea to Placentia. Mm-hmm. And we get the office set up, and you know, we do the painting, the moving yep. the furniture, all that, get mm-hmm. it all set up. I still have paint my nails to this day, but yeah, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, it's beautiful. It looks great. And then COVID-19, the coronavirus happened. Perfect timing, right? Crazy. <laughs> like, so, so then it's not only did you, you know, graduate and you're an associate marriage and family therapist, uh, now you're going to do telehealth therapy. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's a wake up call, but it but it's it's different. It's not what I expected I'd be doing right now with everything that happened. But yeah, it's yeah. Who who saw happening. this coming? I mean, we we saw. I mean, I I can speak for myself. I had heard uh-huh. about this stuff going on, you know, December, January. Yeah, going on in China, and now I'm like, well, 
it's in China, right? So yeah. what do we have to worry about over here? You would hope it stays over there, if anything. Right? <laughs> not not thinking that, oh, yeah, we have planes. People are going to travel back and forth. There's a lot of yep. Chinese Americans that travel back and forth and people that do business and that sort of thing, right? And so exactly, I'm not thinking about it. Oh, we're safe. United States yeah. of America, we're so far away. We're on the other side of the world. And here we are. Daniel. Takes one person. Right? Why, why, <laughs> why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Um Maybe like how you got into marriage and family therapy. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I grew up in Whittier, California. I went to Lucerna High School. And with, um, I'll, I'll just give the school description first. Went, sure. to Hope International, went to Hope International University for my bachelor's, majored in psychology. And then went right into the marriage and family therapy program right after. And kind of going back, a, yeah, right, kind of going back a little bit. Since I was 15, I've been wanting to be a marriage and family therapist, like therapy or in some realm. Like, at, you say I at 15? 15, yeah. One of oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's when I was 15. I was, uh-uh. I was just trying to survive, right? man. I was trying to help I mean, myself. Right. No, like, oh, boy. That time, yeah. So around that time, it was just kind of like, you know, it was a calling, you know, mm. um, uh, my higher power is God. So God was kind of speaking yeah. to me on, on yeah. that realm, that pathway to go. And um, I went to Hope International University with intention of going to the MFT program. So wow. it was a matter of doing my undergrad. And then as soon as graduate graduation happened from for undergrad, which was like December 14th. Yeah. Um, school started in the MFT program like two weeks later. Whoa. And so I jumped right in and I did the two year track and now we're here. I'm a registered associate. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been fun though. And for those who don't know you, how how old are you? I'm 25. Man. So much respect for those individuals that know what they want to do right out of high school and they, they just go for it. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm just getting to know Daniel and uh, (laughs) man, I'll tell you, I like what I see. This guy yeah. is he he gets after it and it says a lot about him and anybody else that you know goes right into a four year and then into a master's program. It it shows yeah. that they are, you know, they're getting after it, right? Yeah. You are pursuing your goals and you're just crushing it. Yes. I mean I mean God's been God's been hooking it up the last few years. So yeah. I mean, it's not Amen. so this is my hustle and you know I'll be the first to tell anyone that, you know, school is not for any, everyone. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if you have a passion and a hustle for something else, you know, you better be willing to work at it for me and what my future plans and stuff I wanted to get into. I knew this had to be one of the biggest parts of what I got to do. So since then, like, you know, I know life happens and stuff was swayed here and there as far as like, you know, some plans that I had, but, for the mm-hmm. most part, like the mainstream of everything academically wise stayed on track somewhat. And, you know, my plan was because around the time it was like 2011 when I thought about what I wanted to do. So now I told myself in 2020, I was hoping that I have my master's by then. Yeah. And then it's still I mean, it's worked out. So good for you. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you for that, the compliment. Oh, man, it's, it's amazing because I, I, like you said, school is not for everybody. I can tell you right now. I not at school. all. No. It was it wasn't for me. And <laughs> the only reason why I went to even junior college is because my parents told me if, if I didn't go to junior college, then I'd have to pay rent. I was like, yeah. well, 
my friends are still going to school at, you know, is Mount San Antonio College. They're still going there, so I might as well go and not have to. Exactly. So, that, that's and the only yeah, reason why I even entertained it. Exactly. And that's what my mom told me, like, especially when I was getting ready. She didn't even, well, she always, like, had faith. If I wanted to go to college, I could. But when I told her I did without us having that conversation, she's like, you know, I'm not forcing you to go to college. Yeah. You know, I was a good student. You know, I was I was somewhat above average here and there, right on. but nothing like crazy. Yeah. But my mom was like, if you have something else you're passionate about, you don't have to go to college. But, you know, I just want you to be happy with what you're doing. And mm. I was like, no, I want to I want to go and do this route. So luckily it's been paying off. Yeah, that's great support. I'm, gl- I'm glad she yeah. gave you that option. That's awesome. Yeah, it, a real there's one. there's some parents that are, you know, they'll they will lean into their kids and say, hey, look, you've you got to go to college or yeah you know if you don't yeah. make it or if you don't make it into this university it, it can be a challenge it can be difficult yeah. so exactly that's good so you you do your bachelor's you do your master's then then what you you graduate with your master's and did you well, did you know you wanted to get into private practice like how how, how did it work out with red of our counseling during because during my two years of the mft program i was trying to figure out I was really listening like I'm a I'm a creepy guy in the corner just like listening to all the stories and people's experiences and stuff so I'm hearing stories of DMH departmental health work I'm hearing <laughs> private practice stories I'm hearing community center stories and at first I told myself like I just kind of wanted to get a job nothing specific like that was just you know be happy with the job right um private practice wasn't the real true like goal until probably my second year which is our trainee year and we see we're seeing clients and getting ready for ccp which is client case presentation for those that don't know it's like the senior project Mm -hmm. of the program Mm -hmm. and you know you work towards that and then probably when it came to i graduated in the i graduated in december 2019 probably the start of that summer before I was already thinking I knew some private practices and people that I knew there yeah. that I wanted to start applying to and getting to know you. I was, it was around that time in June, we were working at the Royal family kids camp. That's right. And then just starting to hear like, Oh, Jeff works at Renovari. Oh, you know, Susan Hastings. Oh, yeah. you know, George Garcia, people that people that I look up to and like, mm. you know, I'm thinking like, dang, that's a solid team. Right. So Renovari that was like like i look at it like being a draft pick or something like that's the team i wanted to go to yeah that's the i was trying to work my way and you know network get to know as many of you as possible and when the time was right send in my cv get the interview and you know again god hooked me up at a point team renovari no surprise i'll tell you that getting to know you (laughs) family and and you know interacting here and there like it's it's neat to to be able to work alongside you, you know. And, and I know that I've had that same that same uh, situation where I'm looking up to you know some of these professors that are in private practice and they're teaching us in classroom setting, and you know, exactly. just blown away by you know the expertise and just who they are as people. I think it's like exactly. one of the the really cool things about the yeah. whole program. And you know now now we're working alongside each other and it, it's fantastic because I mean the end goal is to help people, right? Absolutely. That's why we got into this. You you knew at fifteen, I didn't know till I was 
about 28 that this <laughs> probably a little bit later, you know, it's, I just knew I wanted to help people. And then yeah. God, you know, for me, I, I would fight with God and <laughs> it right. would be a battle. Like, no, I don't want to do that. God, do you know how much work, schoolwork I got to do? Like, you know <laughs> how I feel about schoolwork already. And he, right. he's been consistent, man. It's, it's never, no, you're not going to do it. It's always been yes. And so, I mean, so now uh, tell the listeners, like, what's the next step? So you're in private practice. And then the, the end goal usually is to get licensed, right? Of course. And so what, what, what do you need to do next to get licensed? I mean, now it's just a man, a matter of just accruing hours, getting to that 3000. Three and, th- um, oh, hold on, hold on. What did you, you said 3,000 hours? Yeah, 3,000 hours. Yes, sir. 3,000 clinical hours. Yes, sir. And when you, when you obtain the 3,000 clinical hours, what does that allow you to do? Oh, you can apply for licensure and you can sit and hopefully become a licensed marriage and family therapist. And that's actually the one L I want to take in my life is get that L. <laughs> <Atta> boy. <laughs> That's the only L because we're winners. The only L. Yeah, I want to work towards. <laughs> we help people. We're winners. So, yeah. yeah. And it, it's 3,000 clinical hours, and then you're going to take a, a licensing exam, mm-hmm. a four-hour licensing exam. So I've heard, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you got time, man. You got time. Yeah. We'll prep you when, when that time comes. But I appreciate that. So let's talk about let's talk about what we're dealing with right now. Uh, yeah. Let's let's talk about the situation we're in. Here, you know, we moved into the new building in Placentia and we're ready and we're open and we started seeing some clients then, you know, we start hearing in the news that, you know, things are coming. There people are starting to test positive here in the states and yeah. it just keeps growing. It doesn't stop, right? And so mm-hmm. I remember Back March 12th, I spoke at a high school, and the 13th, basically all high schools were there like last day yep. um, of school. And, and then, you know, employers uh, were telling empl- um, their employees to just stay at home, work from home. Mm-hmm. And here we are um, yeah. at home, not really the quarantine, right? Yeah. So, man, t- how are you adjusting to all this? I'll be honest. Um, it it was different, you know. I the the plans and everything I had set up around this time it was completely opposite to what I'm doing now. But I'll be honest, like I was saying this during our Renovari team meeting, um, I'm very calm. I'm I haven't really had a freak out moment or just like oh my gosh. And I'm actually really motivated, to be honest, because the way it works out, like my living situation, everything, like I'm an only child and Mm. I'm, I've spent like my room is like my lab, my laboratory. I like to say, like, I get all my work done. I lock myself up and I'm doing, you know, getting everything I want to get done. And when I started to understand, like, all right the circumstances coming in with, you know, COVID-19 and businesses closing down and especially the client situation, just the whole, the whole field of therapy changing. I'm like, okay, this is happening, Mm -hmm. but what, where's the need now? Because we Mm got to understand, look at the whole picture. Everyone's in their homes for the most part, at least they should be right. Everyone's with their families that, 
could be an issue for a lot of people, yeah. a lot of families, because, you know, they're not used to being around each other so mm-hmm. much. So I yeah. really started like my my brain started to like kick in and be like, yo, like teletherapy, you know, over the phone, via Zoom or whatever. Yeah, that's going to be a need. It's going to, you know, kids are going to need it parents are going to need it individuals you know if you are from another country just just say or different state and you have no family you know you're locked up and you can't go out and socialize or even if you live in a household with a big family like your job or school is sometimes an escape it's yeah. sometimes like in, and in, in certain depending what neighborhood you're at a lot of kids like their meals come mm. from school you know not everyone is is blessed in certain ways. Sometimes kids mm-hmm. or family members or their jobs depend on school or, you know, their job to provide them with a lot of necessary needs daily. Right. right. And I just started to like really kind of look at the field and, and keep my ears just like to the streets, I guess you could say <laughs> of what's going to be needed. And, you know, it's, I'm doing well on my end. It's, it's a struggle for a lot of our colleagues, our peers and stuff like that. But, you know, I was blessed with an opportunity to work with a school um, in a nearby city that not only, you know, does the COVID kick in and this their issues like no, they're not at school and everything. Yeah. But their school's already closing down. Oh, so wow. you throw that in the mix and they can't see each other during this time. And then time is so precious because after this semester, that's it. Yeah. And so now I'm in a position where i'm truly honored i'm providing um therapy to the students the staff and parents so again god hooked me up on this one right and you know it's an opportunity that i can help people i can help people get through this and you know we as a team at renovari we're we share each other's info our social media and stuff like that like we're trying to be like i mentioned this in our meeting we're trying to be a light for everyone out there that's right and even acknowledge like we're humans ourselves Mm -hmm. we're going through stuff Mm -hmm. you know if we're being honest our money's changed a little bit oh yeah our ways our ways of income our ways of life without a doubt we're dealing with this as well so it's a definitely important to acknowledge that when when people might not like understand like oh my gosh i'm going stir crazy and yeah. it's about to turn it's about to turn into the shining movie uh-huh. like i'm locked <laughs> up in, in the house oh. with my family but it's it's an adjustment but i'm i'm very hopeful that if anything i would hope this brings a lot of people together especially if they're able to take advantage of what we're offering as therapists yeah exactly so so how man that, there's a lot going on right so how do you daniel yeah. verdugo the individual Forget the title and the therapy title and all yeah. that stuff. How, how, how do you take care of you? So honestly, I'm kind of similar as far as what we do self-care wise, you know, working out is a big thing for me, yeah. especially when I when it's entered into grad school, I understood like the toll that this profession can have and you got to figure out your self-care and what you need to like not go crazy. Yeah. So yeah. I love my treadmill. I run miles on my treadmill i actually enjoy running whereas young when i was younger i hated it um i love basketball you know especially just getting shots up um music and movies especially i'm a movie head but music is that's my 
that's my piece for most of the time. Anyone that knows me, I'm a jukebox. You give me any genre, I'll just sing stuff top of my head. But that's like my, you know, that's my like come down. Like today, for any music fans, I was listening to The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Mm. Lauryn Hill's like one of my peaceful voices I love to hear Mm -hmm. and just kind of ground myself and be at peace for a minute with everything happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're old soul for those twenty five, <laughs> but I tell you, this guy, he's more. I feel like he's my age sometimes, but I mean, <laughs> trust me, you catch him on the basketball court, you'll know for sure he's twenty five. He oh, for sure. Forty five year old. My back doesn't hurt yet. I, I wake up feeling okay now, but it's man, been got, in a few years. Your back, your knees, your Achilles tendon. You gotta watch all that yeah. stuff. And you ask Chris Williams about his Achilles. Thing. Right. No, you better take it easy. Keep taking my Flintstone vitamins. I'll be all right for a little bit. <laughs> exactly. So, so working out, watching movies, listening to music. What? What? So, what's your top movie? What's What's your favorite movie? Top movie? Oh God! Like, I mean, it's top five. People... I don't want to put that much pressure on you. Top five. No, top five. like that's 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 fair. Top five. Oof. What am I'm looking at? All my movies right now. Actually, I have my shelves on shelves of movies. Um. I'm a okay, so I'm gonna go by actors. What was I just watching this week? I was actually watching Training Day. Uh, Denzel, Denzel, a Denzel fan, and just I forgot how just amazing. Well, not forgot, but Training Day is one of my top five, definitely. Um, he's in one of my top five, absolutely. Remember, like, the oh, oh my gosh, absolutely. Coach Boom, there's yeah. no, yeah, no one else. <laughs> the guy's um, awesome. I would say that Training Day top five movies, I would say Training Day. Goodwill Hunting. That's uh, probably that's a great one. Great therapy and just a great movie <laughs> overall. Um, I'm also a superhero nerd as well, so I'm definitely if I'm in that category, I'm gonna say probably probably Infinity War, Avengers Infinity yeah, War. Good one. And then my other two oof anything Jim Carrey. Anything like I love, I love stupid comedy, yeah. but then he's got his like serious roles at times. Yeah. So like yeah. Ace Ventura, I have to put Ace Ventura, and then um, <laughs> Ace Ventura. I could, and I'll be honest too. Actually, and I'm almost mad I didn't say this first. I I love the Friday movies. I love mm. the first Friday. Mm. I love comedy. I love my serious movies and my deep movies, but. Like I, I would say like some right. people might be thrown off by that, but I'm a sucker for if Friday's on, like I'm watching it. <laughs> Friday's funny, man. What are you talking I about? Love Friday. <laughs> uh, so I, I remember. I just remember. And it, uh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. So. Not for kids though, but if you're in the, if you know what Friday is, like Friday's just great, just comedy. It's fun. It's fun. It's yeah. good. It's a good movie. Fa- favorite basketball team? Oh, Lakers. Come on now. Like, and I'll be honest, because those that know me, I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say I've been, you know, Team L.A. I'll be honest. I'm a LeBron. I'm a groupie. I'm a LeBron groupie. Okay. I've been LeBron groupie since 02, St. Vincent, St. Mary days in high school when I started really, like, watching, watching basketball. Because I've been playing since I was seven. Oh, wow. I started watching. Yeah. But then I started watching, like, LeBron's high school game versus um, Carmelo Anthony when he was on Oak Hill Academy. Like, I watched that game. I remember 
And I was like, oh, my God, this LeBron guy is amazing. He's a freak athlete. Yeah. So since then, LeBron's been my favorite player. But as an as NBA, I'm an NBA fan. Mm-hmm. And anyone knows me knows I love NBA. Mm-hmm. So really where LeBron went, I kind of always cheered for him. But then, like, you know, when the Celtics big three happened with KG and Paul Pierce as an NBA fan, I'm just a fan of that. So I love them. And so now, fast forward, LeBron's here on the Lakers. You grow up in L.A., you can't not respect who the Lakers are. You can't respect, like, the the franchise, in my opinion, the greatest franchise of all time. That's right. Respect to the, Celt- to the Celtics, of course. Respect to them. Yeah. But, eh. you know, I told my – eh, you got to re- put some respect on their name, though. Yeah. <laughs> We're in L.A., buddy. Told, yeah, of course. <laughs> People in Boston, but they, they will do that. They're below, they're, below, they're below us, but Lakers are the greatest <laughs> franchise of all time. Um, but I got to – I told a lot of my, you know, friends and family, especially diehard Laker fans, I because I used to hate just Laker fans. My family – it was probably my oh, family. They were just so what? loud. And my family was – certain family um, family members and friends I could never stand just because, like, they always talk crap to me because I love LeBron. So once now LeBron's on the Lakers and I got to support my boy, I, it's official now. And I'll be honest, I said then – I'm going to retire a Laker fan. Even if LeBron leaves, like, I, I need a team. It's Because LeBron's going to be gone one day. He's going to, you know, whether he retires Lakers or wherever. Right. I need a team. And at the end of the day, I always had a love for Kobe. I had a love for Kareem, Magic yeah. Showtime era. That's right. Everything like that. That's the greatest players come off the Lakers team. That's right. Um, I'm a Laker fan. I, well, officially, I believe purple and gold. Well, welcome home. Daniel, I'm sorry it took so long, but welcome home. I'm finally, I'm like, you know, the prodigal son returned when it came to (laughs) Laker fan. I'm here. Oh, man. I respect them. The worst (laughs) thing you can say is the Clippers. But, man, they got a a solid team. I mean, I love the the Clippers for the fact that they had cheaper tickets. Like, it was cheaper to go to a Clipper game versus a Laker game. But, no, now it's, like, stupid. But they'll be at the forum now. Yeah, well. They 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 got they got that contract with Staples. It it it'll take a little bit, but they're gonna build a nice stadium there at the on that Hollywood Park site. So they'll do they'll do something with it. I mean, it's still like it was the Lakers. So oh, you know, yeah, that would be weird to have the Clippers. It's whatever, <laughs> but it'll be interesting. I'm happy for them. Yeah. Okay. So we got off tra- a little off track. The, the it's all good. But but <laughs> but you know, it's getting to know you more and your self care and taking care of you day to day. Right. And talk to me about, you know, some of the things that these, the clients or maybe even friends and family, some of their struggles that they're going through on a daily basis with all this adjustment. I mean, definitely just transitioning on just how to do life day to day. Now Mm -hmm. I'm kind of going back to what I was saying. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's the uncertainty of what's going to happen this week, what's going to happen next week. And you can't even, I think it's the first time we're all gathered together as one and being like, I can't even make plans next week because I don't know what's going to happen or if we're going to be restricted even more or longer. And you know, it's it's unsettling. That's, that's definitely something like I'm, I'm, if I'm bummed about anything, it's like, man, like I'm bummed. Like I can't really make official plans or do anything and see my family and friends. And, and it just, especially you got, kids that are missing out on school and their friends family mm-hmm. members that can't see each other kind of like my clients and my family and friends they're they're all saying the same thing like i miss 
so and so i actually miss school i miss work um you know i miss especially the time like where their parents kids can go to school for the day that's sometimes what parents need if you're a stay-at-home mom or dad like you can have a minute to like have your self-care and do what you got to do around the house now it's like all right now i'm mom or dad or you know grandma and grandpa whoever the kids live with and oh now now i'm a teacher oh and there's there's just that added like oh my gosh all right so i gotta set this up i'll tell you what i gotta be i got two boys one that's out of high school and one that's in his senior year and he takes care of his own stuff i i can't imagine having younger children right now and having to do like let's say third or fourth grade homework and look at you know the blackboard or whatever they got on the you know the internet for support Mm -hmm. but my goodness i'm i i'm not gonna lie i'm thankful i don't have that but i can't imagine (laughs) how overwhelming it must be oh my god (laughs) you're one week you're working and providing for the family then you're at home what and you know let's be honest some people are getting laid off and absolutely not working and then some are working from home and they still have to be teacher and they still have to be mom or dad it's like uh yeah, you would think it'd be easier being at home, but it's not because you don't really, yeah. maybe your house is not even set up to to have a place to do your work like quietly without disruption, you know? So yeah. you got to manage that. And uh, man, uh, all the stress, you know, I know some of the clients that I've spoken to talk about the stress of trying to manage and restructure their schedule and restructure mm-hmm. their, you know, how everything is going to play out. And even deeper than that, it's also just the stress of, will I get sick? I mean, there's, however you want to see the situation. Yeah, Mm -hmm. however you see the situation, Mm -hmm. some people are saying like, oh, it's more propaganda or, you know, scared for their life. You know, people are, people are dying. People are actually getting sick. They're actually having health issues. And it's the, it's the fear of, you know, just like, wow, Mm -hmm. like, okay, now there's cases in my city, there's cases in my state, Mm -hmm. whatever the... Mm -hmm whatever the situation is and it's 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 scary i mean oh, I, I can definitely you got to be aware of that and it's like oh my gosh like this hit like someone i knew this mm-hmm. hit a family mm-hmm. member of mine a friend mm-hmm. and now they're not here anymore yeah and you're gonna have plenty of there's plenty thousands i'm not sure the numbers and everything now but people have experienced loss since mm-hmm it all happened back in China Mm -hmm. and there's, there's a lot of pain right now. And, you know, that's why I hope like, if anything, we're all coming together and doing our part to, you know, flatten the curve and hopefully, um, hopefully um, God willing, we get a vaccine and we start seeing just more sunny days with all of us back. Exactly. Exactly. And if it's not lost physical life loss, it's loss of a job, you know, lost Mm -hmm. home. I mean, finances, financial situations are going to get stressful and Absolutely. there might be more loss. And so, uh, man, there, there's going to, it's going to be complicated. It's gonna, this whole thing is just going to kind of keep trickling down and uh, mm-hmm. make it difficult. Um, it, talk about some of the symptoms that you see clients um, working through and maybe having difficulty with uh, in which you, you know, you see them on a day, but whether it's, you know, depression, um, or anxiety what, what are you seeing out there definitely i mean definitely there's depression there's you know i can't see you know there's that 
people are detached from each other just by even on a social level yeah there's the there's the anxiety of oh my gosh what's going to happen to our living situation or my job and you know or how am I gonna or just going shopping like how am I gonna be able to get this for my family or even for myself yeah um yeah isn't that have you gone shopping like it's the weirdest thing oh my goodness I I, when did we go I want to say my wife and I went last week and this was before it like really got really hyped up and and already all the shelves were like empty yeah and I was just like Mm -hmm. and people's baskets were full Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm looking at my wife and I'm just like, we didn't get a whole lot. <laughs> we just went and got yeah. what we needed and people were stockpiling for, uh, you know, you know, meeting their yeah. basic needs. Right. And yeah. they're overwhelmed by what they're hearing. And so I'm like, uh, wow. Taken back just cause the shelves were empty yeah. and they're, they're still, you know, trying to get them restocked because of how they were just cleaned out. Yeah, I mean, I mean, life like totally changed. It, it hit me. I was like, "Whoa!" It, 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 I, it wasn't that I didn't take it serious. I'm just like, "Okay, we'll get stuff as we need it." I never even yeah. thought about hoarding up a, a load of toilet paper. Like it didn't even cross yeah. my mind. Like, you know, there's always plenty of toilet paper at the store. But now we realize, like, you know, people are going to react at times in in ways. Uh, that will cause them to <laughs> buy everything at the grocery store. And, yeah, and then it's... on top of that, where does that leave everybody else? Mm-hmm, right. Exactly. And so it's like, then, then you go into that, that store and you're like, Oh, this is like real. There's, I yeah. can't even get a can of tuna because it's all gone. Right. And mm-hmm, so one of, exactly. one of the things I told my sisters, I said, Hey, go to like Ralph's Ralph's or Vaughn's like somewhere where the, the prices are a little higher with yeah. Ralph's and it, you know, they're pretty stocked up still. There, there was areas that were cleaned out, but they had more, more food than like maybe a target or a Walmart where, where I normally mm-hmm. go to cause it's close to my house. So, yeah. But, and I mean like we, and my family, like we grew up going to like food for less. Like we, have, yeah. we love food for less. Yeah. We love, I mean, Stater brothers, but yeah. food for less or bonds and, or target if, uh-huh. if anything, but uh-huh. it was, well, especially when I saw food for less was cleared out and like, um, you know, Viarta um, and like all these other stores. I'm right. like, oh my gosh, like this is everywhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not even just Target or Walmart. Like, you go to like any other store, like it's, it's clean. Yeah. But now it's like probably this week, having been out and shopping here and there, it's, it's not that bad. Like, I'm kind of, I'm happy to see like, at least in my area where I'm at in Whittier, you know, people are being cool. Good. They're nice. doing their stuff. They're coming in and out. You know, I'm, personally i'm okay with just like the uh people taking precaution like store wise oh, yeah. and everything like yeah. that and even you know respect and shout out to every nurse every doctor um if you work if you're sanitation or whatever it is that you do and you're still working out and about um prayers and love to yeah, all thank of you because they're all they're playing a humongous if not the biggest role in helping us get back to our normal that's right and we just got to do our role and just support them, pray for them, and hopefully, you know, things start to change soon yeah. for the better. So, so speak to your role. What, as a marriage and family therapist, what's your role in, in helping people? 
my role for myself as a marriage and family therapist is to be a light. Um, I've kind of said that in a few of our meetings and just like in conversations, um, you know, if, even if you're to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, in which I'll share that later. I'm yes, sure. sir. Um, yes, sir. It's even in my posts, in my stories, I kind of just want to put good, good vibes, good energy, um, psychoeducate with some, you know, sometimes I'll share a post about whether it's grounding or mm-hmm. breathing and, you know, try to stay away from like, oh my gosh, the numbers are up over here. Oh my gosh, they found cases over here. Just kind of like, all right, stay away from- this is what's happening. <laughs> this is, this is what's happening. You got to be informed of course, right. and it's yeah. not so much Spend like, five minutes, not five you know, hours, right? Yeah. And, but I try to play my part in just like, you know, I'm here. My services are here. Here's Jeff Ortiz. Here's Renovari. Us like yeah. we we got you. Mm-hmm. We want to help you. And it it almost sounds like, especially some people I've heard in conversations, like, oh, you guys are just trying to profit off this. It's like, no, like we're trying to support right. because there's a lot of pain and a lot of a lot of uneasy emotions yeah. and damaged relationships because of everything going on. And if you think about, we got this is this is a time where we should come out and offer our service. Exactly. This, this is what we went to school. Exactly. For. This is what our passion's about: helping people get exactly. some of these difficult times. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what we're made to do. That, like, as me- that, as mental health professionals, right. as marriage and family therapists, we need to be a voice. We need to come out and and of course do our part. You know, let the nurses do nurses things, yeah. doctors, everyone else yeah. doing their part. We need to hold our part exactly. down. And be there for people that need us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, it's so important that, and, and one of the things I, one of the many things I admire about you is that you put yourself out there. You know, Daniel also has that. his own podcast and he, he's just doing yeah. great things in sharing stories and, and sharing how to connect people with people. And yeah. it, it's one of those things where, you know, Daniel's a person first. And then, you know, he's a family therapist and he wears all these different hats, right? And so it's yeah. you as a person that is the biggest intervention in, in any um, professional relationship you have. It, exactly. Connecting with people and being the light, getting back to being the light, then psychoeducate exactly. them, then relate with them, then connect with them, then hear them, then listen to them, then validate mm-hmm. them, right? And I'll even tell people as well, like, you don't have to be a therapist to be alone. No. Like, you could just... You go be a listening ear, or even if you're, or you've sent something's off, whether your friends or family, like if they need a presence or they need to just like vent and mm-hmm. talk whatever's on their mind, like you don't need a therapist at all. You hopefully, if you're able to trust someone and say, "Hey, I have a lot on my mind, and I'm really, I'm really going through it right now. Mm-hmm. Can you just sit and let me talk?" Mm-hmm. And I tell my friends and families all the times, like. You know, if someone needs therapy, of course, like if it's at that level, please contact me or I know so many people now, yeah. but I'm like, you can, you can in your own home, if, if it's, if it's healthy and you're able to be vulnerable and trust each other, be a light for each other. And even on social media, like let people know, like, I'm here for you. You know, if you need to talk or call me and within like respectable boundaries, of course, yeah. like I'm here for you and I want to, I want to help that they can help other people make it easier with what's going on. Exactly. Exactly. And, it, yeah. you know, if everybody just did their part, you know, it's easier to say than do, yeah. you know, at times and people sure. carry around a lot of things 
And then, you know, on top of carrying around all those things, we have this situation that compounds it and it, it just manifests and manifests. And then, you know, before they know it, you know, you got these depressive symptoms where they're, you know, they're not connecting with people. They're not getting ready uh, to start their day that it's been days on end before they even showered and they're not interested in the yeah. things they used to be interested in. They gained weight or not eating at all. You know, everything's uh, like the thought process slows down. That depression yeah. just takes over, right? It's Absolutely. not like they set out to become depressed. No, it's, it's Mm-mm. all of those things that they brought with them in life and then compounded by the situation it's overwhelming mm-hmm. and it's just taking over right so, yeah, but exactly having people be the light and sharing and one of the things that we connect on is being positive in, in every situation possible deal with whatever you exactly. need to deal with no doubt about it but you know yeah. reframing it so that way um we, we put a positive spin on it so we can reprocess every situation to, so we can repurpose it really, you know, it's yeah. a difficult situation, but if we reframe it like, well, this is an opportunity for us to connect with our families as best as we can, mm-hmm. as overwhelmed as we are, we're all in it together, you know, and yeah. then, you know, reprocess, how does that look? Like, you know, what, what am I going to need to do when we're going to change up and then repurpose and, and live in that purpose as you repurpose yeah. it and, make it work for you, make it work for your family. And, you know, mm-hmm. who, who knows, maybe the silver lining is that we get back to just slowing down because we've had to yeah. slow down. We've had to slow down physically. And maybe that's going to help us as a nation, like come together. Cause you know, there's, there's a split in our nation, you know, that, I mean, it's obvious and, but we're yeah. all in this one together. Like we're all experiencing exactly. it together. And so how do we do that? Well, by, you know, treating each other with love and respect, you know, whether it's at the grocery store, whether it's at the, you know, at the park or from a distance, right? Everything's at a distance, you know, wherever we come into contact with people, just treat them with love and respect. Yeah. And even like, especially when people, I've had people say like, you know, I don't want to hear that. No positivity, no, none of that. I'm like, all right, it's cool. Like you, it's fine. Like if you kind of are going through it and you need to stay in your area yeah. and just kind of, be angry or be upset because yeah. that's okay. Yeah. I'm, we, we can't we can't ignore if someone's really stressed or really nervous, angry, upset. Like those are those are valid, yeah. and it's just we in our role. If we're just talking therapists, yeah. we gotta let them know. Like you know, I see mm-hmm. you, and I'm gonna let you be. Mm-hmm. And if you need anything, I'm right that's here. That's right. Support, right? Exactly. Love and support in everything yep. we do. Exactly. So man it's a lot we're going through what what what, <laughs> yeah. what do you think uh let's what are some i what are some things that you would encourage people to do right now that would help them and also keep any depressive symptoms from coming on what are what are some things that come to your mind mm. uh that maybe you do or just things that you you know you the advice you give to clients and helping them plan their days yeah. what what would you give to them Absolutely. Um, that's a great question. Um, honestly, when, as you were asking it, the first thing I think of is self-care. It's a matter of whatever it is that can like get you through the day, day by day. That's what I've been saying, too, is take it one that's day at right. a time. You know, it's so easy to think, what's it going to look like in a month, a couple months, you know, six months. But 
I really encourage, I've encouraged, I've encouraged clients, family, and friends to take it one day at a time. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're at home, if you're literally stuck and working from home, really make it a point to take a minute or some time for yourself, especially if, I mean, you got kids, of course you gotta, if you're a single parent, or even if you're both, you know, both your spouses at home with you, have a moment to be like, all right, I'm going to go in like air quotes lunch. I'm going to go <laughs> to the, I'm going to go outside. Yeah. I'm going to go um, have a, just something where you can just gather yourself because, you know, there's so many roles of people that are, you know, mom, dad, um, business owner, you know, whatever, however many hats they wear. And they're just constantly in a loop and right. not checking on themselves right. or not, looking out for their spouse because they're trying to keep the boat afloat Mm. but just really have that moment of kind of like how i mentioned earlier i work out or i play music or i love i love walks you know running on the treadmill is one thing i love to go for a walk and especially play music and just kind of zone out that's right um just gather my thoughts in my mind and figure out what's got to be done Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. but really if if to answer that one part is just to Figure out what suits you and what helps you get through it day by day. And it's this is your life. It's what you need for yourself. And just give that some thought because who knows, hopefully not too long, but something to like get you through. Like I'm, I'm a broken record with this, but something to get you through each That's day right. is so important. Yeah, and it is important because if we get caught up in thinking about the future, that creates anxiety because we don't, there's no date like, you know, my my son's supposed to go back to school May May 11th, but that's just one yeah. day. They've already moved that, like I think twice. Yeah. And so we don't know yeah. for sure. And one of the things I'm thinking about is like, yeah. are they even going to have a, a graduation for him? I mean, it's a real exactly. possibility they won't have a graduation. That that blows my mind because <laughs> yeah. I he's supposed to graduate, right? He's supposed to have a big exactly. celebration at the high school and. Stuff, exactly. throws cap, everything. That that's my expectation. The real yeah. reality is, he, he might not, right? But if I worry about that, it, it's just gonna create anxiety in me, and I'll, I'll feel bad, I'll feel sad. You know, who knows? Yeah. But I just, like you said, focusing on day to day, being grounded, mm-hmm. um, being able to just just focus on that. It, yeah, that of course, stay, in, stay informed. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. go go for it. Oh, no, I was just saying, um, of course, stay informed, like, you know, be careful how much stay up to date with everything yeah. going on. Of yeah. course, you know, we got to obviously figure out what's right. happening, but, you know, get updated and then moderation, all right, right. get is, in moderation. This right. is what they said. Exactly. <laughs> this is what they yeah. said. This is what's going into action. OK, this is the week now. All right. Yeah. Now I'm going to go back to my my new routine for That's now. Right. And just just keep it during that week or that day because hopefully i you know we're praying or however it is you're hoping that it changes yeah. well we'll see i'm, I'm hopeful well, but it, it, it's it's different what advice would you give somebody let's say somebody maybe who's single or doesn't have kids or family and they go from mm. they're working at you know in the office now they're working at home what advice would you give to them uh, on their schedule and, and, you know, their routine. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, 
especially if it's just yeah one of the things i think about is like making sure that they get up at the same time every day take a shower get ready like they normally would going to work get dressed like you don't have to get dressed up yeah but make sure you're doing try to keep the routine as similar as possible so that way you're not following into some of those depressive symptoms that you know keep you from um doing your work and enjoying and enjoying the day-to-day right so just keeping that routine as much as possible yeah and i'll definitely you know i agree 100 percent. add to it like especially if you're in a situation where your company's you're got to work from home but you're still able to do your thing and you have a setup where you can still do work and still get paid and everything like that i agree get up normal time you know try to you don't have to of course put shoes on or whatever but get dressed up change and some uh female friends good friends Uh that i have they actually still put makeup on they kind of like to do a little something to not be in their pajamas all day they like to feel like you know i'm starting my day and then when the day is over whatever time they're done with work if they usually go to the gym after work they'll change into their gym clothes and do a home workout or they'll change their clothes and you know come down or self-care however they like to come home and chill or maybe have a glass of wine if you're an adult or whatever the case may be um go about their normal routine but really try to stay in motion of what your normal day or week exactly because you can just get staying in pajamas all day no 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 please don't stay in the pajamas all day (laughs) please don't do it yeah (laughs) it's nice for it's nice for a couple days but then it's like yeah no yeah no yeah because the problem is those couple days turn into four or five days and turn into two weeks and three weeks and the next thing you know you're you, you know you're dealing with some serious uh symptoms of depression but uh Every, everybody starts walking around looking like the big Lebowski and just like <laughs> in baggy comfy clothes. We don't want that. No, we still want you to be healthy and looking good and, and feeling your best. You know, the, the running joke I tell my wife, you know, when she goes into our home office, uh, you know, to start work, I say, have a good day at work. <laughs> you know, I'm just right? like right outside the door. I'm like, have a good day at work. <laughs> but or it's like when your wife says, like, oh, my God, I can't stand my coworker," And it was just like you and you and her home. My wife. Like, like, oh, not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> she loves everybody, man. She loves everybody. She's a saint, man. That's saint Veronica. That's good. That's good. There you go. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I hear you. I mean, we, we definitely talk. I mean, that's that's part of work, right? That's part of just being a human being. And that, that, that actually gets back to, you know, they're calling it social distancing. When I say they, the government, the United States of America, whatever, calling it social distancing, it, it, it really what it comes down to is physical distancing, but maintain the social connectivity. We need to, Absolutely. whether you're talking on the phone, whether you're doing FaceTime, we have technology that allows us to stay connected. And it's very exactly. important to stay connected, talking to somebody every single day. Because it, you know, the, the, the problem is it gets in the... It, the so using the social, you know, next thing you know, we're not talking because over distancing, yeah, <laughs> you know, it gets in the subconscious and it, it's like, oh, well, I don't know why I'm not talking. Well, because we keep telling you social distance. <laughs> it's like, no, it's physical yeah. distance. Um, and that's one of the, <laughs> I, I didn't even recognize it until I met with a buddy before they really imposed all this stuff. And they, I, I met with them for breakfast at a Carl's Jr. and the table right next to us was closed and they had a sign. That's it per CDC guidelines, you know, this table needs to be closed. I'm like, 
it's not social distancing, it's physical distancing. We, we need to really change yeah. that. So that way people, you know, doesn't get stuck in our subconscious. And next thing you know, we're not talking because we're, you know, social distancing. No, we need to talk. We need to be social. That's how we're made to be social. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's important too. I mean, you know, you got to stay connected. You got to reach out to your yeah. people. Like me and my, my two, my, my top few really closest friends, like, we stay connected. We send each other stupid texts, stupid yep. pictures, yep. videos, and, you know, talk mess like over FaceTime yeah. or whatever the case yeah. may be. Cause we'll never admit it, but we miss That's each right. other. Like we want to see yep. each other. And it's, it's just, it helps. It makes it a little bit easier to be talk mess over the phone. And, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna be good when we're able to all gather and just. No kidding be together i'm excited for that. i agree I, I and i think i think we'll hug more i think we'll love more i think i think oh, this is you know i i truly believe there's a silver lining in it and don't get me wrong it's tough it's difficult yeah. you know it's adjustment it all the way around i'm i'm dealing with it, it i know is. you're dealing with it everybody's mm-hmm. dealing with it but you know daniel is here to help you guys and his heart his passion his love for people his his love to being a light in this world and helping people through some of the the most difficult things this being one of them and whatever else that you've been through uh it's just a passion of his and so daniel uh if people want to follow you on social media or if they want to call you and contact you um to schedule an appointment how how are they going to find you and track you down no definitely you can um follow me on instagram and twitter uh, my tag is D-A, D as in dog, A as in apple, underscore Verdugo, V-E-R-D-U-G-O. So D-A underscore Verdugo. And Facebook, it's Daniel Verdugo. Um, Snapchat, if you're able to find me, go for it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, my you can reach me at my phone number, 562-756-4367. Um, just a reminder, official title, I'm a registered associate mm-hmm. marriage and family therapist supervised by susan hastings and dr susan hastings excuse me and yeah that's that's you could reach me social media is easy or text me or reach out for a consultation and you know if you if you are in need or you know someone that's in need please feel free to pass my info on and please if you know people go to jeff as well oh my gosh (laughs) like let's don't put it all hey we're here to have (laughs) yourself yeah but you, we're, yeah, we're like, here to I'll, help, I'll, man. And, and it comes down exactly. to, I, honestly, it doesn't matter to me who you choose. I just want you to choose somebody to get the help that you need. Whether it's yeah. me, yeah. whether it's Daniel, whether it's George, whether it's Judy, it doesn't matter to me. I, I just want people to get Or any one of yeah, our Yeah, exactly. I, everybody. Like, everybody's, man, Renovari has a great team. There's other yeah. uh, private practices that have great, Cav, you know, has great team members. But we're we're here because we care about people and so it's it's an investment that you're making in you that would it'll change how you look at life it'll change how you view yourself you know you're Mm -hmm. you know you become the best version of yourself it takes a lot of work it's it's not easy Mm -hmm. i've been through the process Mm -hmm. and so i i can speak for myself i know it's, it's not easy but daniel and i are passionate about helping people so Daniel, I thank you very much for for taking your time to share your your story, who you are, and more importantly, like what you're doing to help people. Absolutely, Jeff. Thank you. You're 
my bro. You big bro. OG. Oh, we're we're going to know each other for a long time. I have a family. No, for sure. Oh, my God. Absolutely. It's going to be awesome. Thank you, though. And especially setting this up, the Love Big Love Why podcast. Like, it's, it's to everyone. Please share it, like it, comment on it, and pass this on because Jeff's all here just to, just to love. It. What is it? Love, love big. big. Break it down. Love big. Love big for your purpose. Love wide to accept and connect with those around you. There so, you go. Be the light. There you go. All right, yep, all right brother. Exactly. God bless you, man. Thanks for being on. God bless you too, brother. God bless everybody. Thank you for having me. And hopefully I'll see you soon.